Kobe さん。あ<笑>あ、やあ、ベリーさん。助けて。What's going on, guys? My name is Barry. <laughs> And this is Kobe. And this is who watches this. <laughs> I should have just answered that with, hi. <laughs> you know, Kobe gets a pass because he's like 10 years older than me. And he grew up with Long Duck Dong. I was like, what I was doing, I was like, I kind of saw him like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> oh, man.、Um, you guys will get it in a second. <laughs> Welcome to the、uh, third movie. Of, of Valentine's. Of I Love a Monster. I, I Love a Monster Month. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just forgot. Oh, man. And today we're talking about the 2005s. Super romantic. Meatball Machine. <laughs> That sounds like a really hardcore porno. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I pay $9.95 to be on the Meatball Machine website. <laughs> It sounds like the prequel to、uh, the meat,、uh, Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> <laughs> also, a, another great movie. It, it is, yes. Right?、Uh, one of、uh, Bradley Cooper's underrated performances. Yes. <laughs> But before we talk about the movie, we,、uh, we, we do our、uh, a movie trailer, or I do it. <laughs> so let's go to that. This, one's really, this one was really hard to do, so I, I kind of tapped into my 90s Mr. Movie phone type of、mm, <laughs> Perfect. Every day is the same, except when Yoji gets to go to lunch. He sees the only light in his world. Too bad the world doesn't want to shine a light on him. <laughs> will he be able to hold on to the girl he loves, or will they keep her away? Let's find out in 2005's Meatball Machine. <laughs> you actually, that was, that was good. I, like, I'm intrigued. I wanted that. That's a nice romantic movie I want to see. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I just get hate email like, hey, man, I thought this was going to be super romantic. <laughs> And、uh, all I was greeted with was some of the. Some of the. For 2005. Really amazing body horror. <laughs> I, right? <laughs> the imagery in this movie is very unsettling, especially with all the. the, <laughs> the there, there's lots of blood. Yeah, and there's a lot of like innuendo type of <laughs> that, disgusting there, imagery. There, yes. Yes, this, there is, there is、uh, triggering scenes. <laughs> oh, God. Like, that so, aren't direct. That they're, <laughs> like you said, innuendos. They're not so subtle. No, no, no. Some of them are very, like, in your face about it. Yes. Let's, um, this, this, this movie is 40 minutes at best of plot and 35 minutes of fighting. Yeah. And it's 35 minutes of final fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no buildup. You know, there's nothing. Showing Yoji being like sort of like a hybrid of the Necrobots,、uh, right? Necroborgs, yeah. 
and human. No, there's not. It's just straight to the fighting. So let's just. Which I feel like if this was an anime, that like would be completely plausible. Like you'd be like, yeah, no, of course. Well, but it, here, like it just it seems a little rushed. I wanted to. What one more bad guy in there for him to defeat? To... Right. Well, uh, so this is my first time watching this, and this is like Colby's second time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't imagine this like on his rotation for uh, for Valentine's <laughs> Day, uh, but it actually reminded me of an. There's an anime like it called Parasite. Oh, uh huh. Yes. Yeah, you've seen it. Yep. Right. Same thing. Well, like it didn't. Not the same thing happens, but kind of like the premise is a little bit the same. He gets ha- like he gets his hand taken over. And then, you know, he goes around fighting the other, par- like, fully uh, taken over parasite hosts. Right. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's sort of like this, right? Yeah. So, but, you know, Parasite did it better only because they had a whole series to do it. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. This one is, like, a, a pretty short at an hour and 30, almost like a full moon production. Right. Oh, yeah. No, they, they definitely could have pulled this out into, like, a whole season of an anime. Oh, yeah, and I think that would have been good, but I don't think that that budget would have been a heavy coin. Right, right. I, I'm, hey, I, I would like it to have been a trilogy. I would have been a been fantastic. Yeah, you know, even if they adapted this to an anime, that would have been... I think that would work really well as an anime. Right. You know, and, then, and uh, it's going to get worse, though, like the grotesqueness. <laughs> the disgusting transformations that happen <laughs> it, it'll definitely get worse in the anime though <laughs> that's true I, because like anime is like so over the top but then that's just what you expect and it's when they make it live action and then they do that much blood and that much body morphing and stuff it's 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 fantastic it's yeah. like everything i want in a movie oh yeah and this is <laughs> Uh, for like the, um, there's, there's very minimal CG in here too, which is like, I was really amazed with. Right. And, because a lot of the imagery in here is disgusting. <laughs> I was reading one of the, I was trying to pick up comments for like uh, ratings for us. Right. Or for a review section. And there's one guy that's like, this was bloody disgusting. But, like, not in the taboo way like the Serbian film is, <laughs> but, like, in the over-the-top comical, but yet it looks so realistic that I was disgusted. Right. Like, this is, this is like, the, uh, the amount of torture and morphing Rita does to her, to the putties to make them into monsters to go fight the power Rangers. Oh, this is and what you the, don't see. And then the power Rangers, like you, their, their sword actually just, just chops and sprays blood all over the city. <laughs> oh, so the, the, these are the transformations you don't get to see in, <laughs> right. in Sentai Rangers or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Like you're like, Oh, like, Oh, this is how it is in Japan. But they really, they cut it back and they like, they edit it for, for like, how you traumatizing know, for young children. boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's um really the plot is really simple, right? We we follow this guy, Yoji. He is a, a what's it, like a factory worker. Yeah. And every day he has lunch at this little uh, on the outside, and he gets to see over to the next building, which I believe I think it's a nursery. Right. Or something like that, because he, he overlooks this one girl who's who just happens to always be doing laundry whenever he goes to lunch. Yep. 
right? And they, they see each other. They, they nod very politely. And Yoji takes that image home and he whacks it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, just with just so vigorously, he's like shaking the table. <laughs> he gets he gets interrupted by his neighbor who, for some reason, just happens to have a key to his house. Maybe. Oh, right. Just walks in. <laughs> I thank God he was done. Oh <laughs> uh, but, but they seem pretty friendly. I, I feel like he's like a Japanese Kramer. Oh, probably a good way to say it. Yeah, right. Because he does. He seems pretty. His neighbor seems pretty rough around the edges, but he seems like he has Yoji's like best interests at heart. Right. He's right. like you know this guy is like a quiet guy. He's always fiddling with like gadgets in his room. He needs a friend, or I feel like I'm gonna be his first target when he snaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is the guy who's like, "Hey, let me borrow money. I'll give. You, I'll pay you back double when I get my paycheck, and then we'll go out and we'll get some beers, and I'll get you. A, you know, I'll hook you up with some ladies." <laughs> yeah, which you know, by the way, like, all right. So a little side tangent. I was on TikTok. <laughs> There's this guy with a TikTok channel, and it's just him reviewing brothels all over the world that he's been to <laughs> it's like i don't think this is like a good thing <laughs> but there's an anime like this called interspecies reviewers where it's like a whole bunch of fantasy kind of characters okay but, but like i was like that is insane that this is on tiktok <laughs> He probably has enough followers that it's paying him to then go oh, to these places to, to review them. To yeah. review them, and then I was like, "All right, I gotta go to. The, I gotta dive deep in the rabbit hole." So I was like, "Let's see what this place he's talking about." And there, there's a YouTube <laughs> video channel about it, but they call it exercising. <laughs> and then the guy was like, "Oh, but this one's a little too expensive, and they're kind of like rushing you all the time." So I have another one. I have another video. Where the customer service is a hundred times better, but the girls are like they're not tens, but they're like eights. <laughs> I was like, oh, and they're like throwing me tips, like, oh, just if you go there, tell them that you're going to be an English teacher in Japan. That way, they're nicer to you because <laughs> they want you're you to not, be right. You're not just a tourist. You're you're yeah. going to be working there. Yeah, so you'll you... be like a like a a, a regular, flyer. yeah, yeah. regular, you know. <laughs> like oh my god and the, all right so this is a total side tangent right but then like so prostitution in japan is illegal right but the way that these businesses sidestep that is they say it's a restaurant and these waitresses just happen to fall in love and i'm saying that with all air quotes <laughs> i was like this is insane all right so back to the movie um <laughs> yoji really just has like, a very simple life you know he 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 goes to work. He he sees the girl at lunch. He comes home. Uh, one of the more defining factors of that that's like deviated from his regular schedule is he goes to an adult movie theater. Right. Which I was like, I didn't even know they still had. I thought that was like a thing of the past, like the seventies <laughs> and the eighties. You know, that's where Pee Wee Herman got caught. <laughs> it's like, man, listen, man, he could he should be allowed to do that. <laughs> It's, it's oh yeah, first of all, you were, I think you were around for that. I was. Right, right? I was like, what else are you supposed to do in an adult theater? <laughs> that's like going to the strip club. <clears throat> right. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> so, but he he gets uh he gets harassed by a, a very rare sight in Japan. I feel like uh tran- like a cross dressing man. That's what I thought it was too. Or oh, a, it's a definitely a dude. A, or a very homely. <laughs> like very, but but either way, very sexually aggressive towards oh, him. Yeah, yeah, very sexually aggressive. <laughs> and so he like tries to dip, but then he like he follows. Or she follows him outside, and he's right. like, "Yamato," <laughs> and like accidentally hits her with his bag, and then he uh, then gets the shit beat out of him. Yep, yeah, uh, and he spits on him too, and they really linger on that face shot with the spit <laughs> dripping all over his. It face. is yes, it is a very phlegmy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but meanwhile, while all of this is happening, there's like this little pandemic that we see of these necroborgs fighting all over the city. Right. And there's like one guy who's out there killing these guys. And you think, oh, that's our hero. Yeah. And yeah. at first I was like, oh, is that Yoji? Is that like his like, is he a Spider-Man type of situation? I... Uh, but then he takes he takes this orb-like thing after he kills these necroborgs and then gives it to a girl Right, with an eye patch. We we don't know about, right? And so, during one of the altercations early, uh, while this is happening, while Yoji's in the adult theater, um, one of the Necroborg's body is just uh, shutting down. So this this parasite starts to look for a new host. Which, I'm going to let you know, trigger warning, uh, first of all, epilepsy (laughs) and, um, like, child... Killing. <laughs> How do you say that the right, right. way, right? Yep. Because man, this movie is not afraid to kill some kids. <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah. So this parasite finds Yoji, tries to attach to him, but then all of a sudden shuts down. Yeah. So, for some reason, Yoji picks up the Pokemon Kabuto. That's what it looks like. He would you take that home? I probably would. Really, I it's like a, like a breastplate of armor. It kind of reminds me of the um the parasite armor from Star Wars. Yeah, the one with the shell that could uh, deflect lightsaber blows. Yep. Yeah, I'm not taking that home. <laughs> it's slimed all over. Me. Oh, that's true. Yes, it was. It well, one side was hard, hard, and one side was slimy. Yes, uh, you know. Just and it did drip on his face a little. Yeah, you know, like I, I guess it cleaned the spit off of his face. <laughs> but uh, he takes it home, and then the next day, um, just to let you guys know, he has a terrible... His, oh, all of his coworkers are, like, really shitty people. Super misogynist. <laughs> yeah, super misogynist. The boss is like... He's looking at the girl that Yoji likes, and he's like, I'll have her, and then you boys can have her. I was like, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the worst thing is, like, you know, I used to have a Japanese coworker who worked a lot, you know, when she was in Japan. Came, and then she came here, like, in America in her 30s, but she was just like, if I'd ask her about, like, is that how the guys are? She's like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> 100%. They are all, like, sleazeballs. I was like, they can't be all these balls. She's like, I like blue collar workers more than like, <clears throat> you know, the white collar workers. Yeah. yeah. The misogyny is real. That's what she told me. Uh, and so, you know, Yoji totally hates his work life. So, but um, 
he's at work, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're all going to go out. Right. Uh, and then they look at Yoji's like, yo, are you going to stay? Are you going to stay overtime again? Uh, all right. So Yoji, he brings the, the freaking the Pokemon with him. Right. <laughs> the right. parasite. And he tries to drill into it. Yep. And that, that big, powerful <clears throat> drill just kind of boom. Snaps off. I yep. was like, oh, is this the end of Yoji? I thought it snapped off into him. Oh. Because <laughs> at the speed it's going, right? It's going to like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That thing that, is that... probably stuck in a wall somewhere. <laughs> but um, no. So like he, he goes home. His neighbor comes again. He's like, oh, it's my payday. I'm going to pay you back. And let's go eat. Let's go drink some beers. And they do that. And then all of a sudden, Yoji runs. Not really runs, but sees. Well, because he... Uh... And the neighbor takes him to, like, a brothel. Well, only after he sees Yoji staring at the girl. Oh, you're right. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And he's like, is that your girl? And then yeah. all of a sudden, the girl's with the douchebag uh, boss. boss. And so he's like, ah, don't worry about her, man. Let's go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to a place with some nice girls. <laughs> he's like, come on, man. What do you do? Stop acting like it's like you haven't done it before. And he's like, huh? Maji. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, man. So they end up at a brothel, but he's like, no, I can't do this. This is not me. Yep. So he runs away. But as he's running, as he's going back home, he sees the boss and the boss dragging the girl to a dark corner. Yeah. Or like Get, a fence. Getting very handsy, very getting very fresh. Oh, yeah. He's he's about to rip her shirt off. Yeah. And so he, he stops it. Yep. You know, good for him. Sticking up for the girl that he likes, uh, but he gets his ass beat. And yeah, the boss, like, I guess he loses his right boner because <laughs> he's like, whatever, I'll just see you guys later. <laughs> and he takes her, like, well, the girl helps him go back to his spot, right? Because he, he's because he's he's beaten pretty bad. Yeah, he is stumbling, so she's like, let me, you know, we just figure she helps him. Yep, <clears throat> and. This is like very quick, right? But she's like, she just, she tells Yoji like, "Oh, I only went out because I thought you were gonna go." Yeah. Because every time at lunch, I see you, and you always look so lonely. And I think for her, she found some sort of kindred type of spirit because she always she seems she's lonely too. Yep. And so, and then we get a, a really a, just a cut to black and they're all of a sudden on his floor and he kisses her <laughs> yeah and he's like trying to undress her right it, it, it's like super awkward first time kind of i'm not sure if she really likes me or doesn't but i'm gonna kind of go for it like yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like they're teenagers I, right, right. Like, yeah and so <clears throat> but before she gets undressed she tells him like i have a, a hideous scar yeah on my body and i want to let you know right now as someone who's who's worked in the healthcare <laughs> i was like dude that is not a fresh scar because like, <laughs> this thing is like it looks like it's about to start oozing pus <laughs> and he stops Cause then that's what, that's what I would do too. Cause it looks right. fresh, right? Yeah. And she starts. Well, you know, obviously she's super insecure about this, right? Right. And then and, we, and it's big enough that like I mean, even if like she warns you, and then she like starts to take off her shirt and you see it, it's it's 
like you said, it's big and fresh enough that you're still going to be like, even if you're not stopping, you're like, I'm going to take a look at that just to make sure. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, I, mean, put some I don't accidentally like <laughs> rip it open. All right. It looks that fresh. And but then she starts to break down. She says, like, I have scars all over my body because my father wanted to make sure that no one else would want me. And he- and it happened throughout high school and I hit him with a crowbar. But even still till now, he haunts me. Right. Because she hit him with a crowbar and now he's uh, like he's an invalid and she has to take care of him. Oh, no. Fuck that. I would just slap. I'd stop paying that bill. Like I'd be <laughs> like, no, I'm moving out of the country. <laughs> I don't know who's going to take care of him. You could just drop him off at the, at the forest near Mount Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how they used to do back in the day. Because fuck that guy. Yeah. No, but like, but then as she's breaking down, like Yoji being a virgin, no clue how to handle this situation. Right. Right. <laughs> And being, like, just an introvert, just not knowing how to handle people in general. Yeah. Right. But then the thing, but then the parasite starts to react to her emotional breakdown. Right. And burst out and attaches to her. And this is where it gets pretty graphic and super uncomfortable <laughs> because these tentacles start going all over her body and then it splits her legs open. I was like, oh my gosh. And it very much insinuates what it's going to do with the uh the one tentacle that's meandering between her legs. It does it for a while though. Like yeah. And the the more disturbing part is, I was like, is she enjoying that? <laughs> right. <laughs> and why is he just sitting there watching? Well, he well he already tried to pull it off, but then it smacked him with his like Doc Ock tentacle. Right. Yeah. With the with the force of a thousand suns. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I don't know. I I think I would be in shock as well possibly yeah <laughs> right but it and but then like she's making like the noises sound like not that of assault but that of like you know <laughs> it's unfair and unfortunate and then we get this disgusting graphic i was like what is this thing and this thing is it 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 pops up right and then something another thing that looks like a dildo Pops out and it sits on it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is disgusting. <laughs> right. And it's hard to tell, like, oh, if it is what parts of this are her and what parts of this are the parasite. Because <clears throat> this is a happening inside of her body. Her shoulder. That's and, where the thing is. Yeah. Yeah. It is gross. I was like, that is way too good of a process, like a, like a prop yeah, or whatever. Oh man. But then, so she, she trans, it ends up being like a little, a little predator (laughs) or like alien, like like alien thing. Yeah. It's just so gross. (laughs) Like I've watched a lot of movies, but this is disgusting. Oh, man. But then, like, yeah, she transforms into a necroborg. Right. And she's just like. And there's a super graphic, like, as it's uh, as it's taking control and building its little mechanical body over top of hers, like the eye drills. Yeah. 
that's like super graphic. Well, it doesn't happen, but like at first, like she's still conscious of herself. Yeah, she's like talking to Yoji, like what's happening to me. But then all of a sudden, Yoji's uh, best friend comes in. Oh yeah, and he yeah. gets gutted, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And then the little eye drills come up, and I was like, "Man!" And then they start doing the drill action, and then they show it. Yep. That was, <laughs> that yep. Was, that was the worst part, right? And so Yoji gets into an altercation with uh with the uh, the Sachiko Necroborg. Uh, but then he gets uh, scared away by our hero, I guess. I don't know. Well, a hero as of the knowledge of that part in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? The doctor <clears throat> or something like that, yep. right? He wakes up. He finds out that this guy is hunting these beings. And he kind of, this is where we get an exposition dump. We find out that the girl is actually, she she got infected. Right. But he has to keep, but he was able to rip it out, but he has to keep feeding this girl. Yeah. To to sustain her. And he was like, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to try to stop this and cure my daughter. Uh, until we find out that he's actually breeding these parasites and <laughs> making mutations of them to attack anybody. Because the reason it didn't attack Yoji was because he wasn't in, he didn't have any emotional distress. So this doctor is breeding them to just attack anybody because he has to keep making food for his daughter. Right, right. Right. <laughs> so he gets so then he gets But he he well. also he also knows quite a bit. So you get a little bit of backstory. You get that these are aliens that then crawl out of the sea and um that they fight each other and once they fight each other they have to they eat the the, the winner eats the loser. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then that the, the the actual little alien parasite thing lives in the silver ball that's usually on their shoulder. And that, the, you know, he's like impressed by them because they're like the perfect parasite. Yeah, it's. it's yeah, kinda, he's, he's a creepy doctor. Yeah, it's a little bit of like Giver. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> but uh, no, so he gets the parasite inside of him and he ends up killing the doctor. Right. But he's able to stop one of the little eyepieces to get fully controlled by this parasite. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool because like when he rips the the little eye thing, the uh, parasite also gets his arm blown off. <laughs> yeah. Which was cool. That I was, was like, that was a good <laughs> That was a cool one, right? Um but then so like so he escapes and he's kind of just like walking around trying to find Sachiko because he's the doctor says, if you want to help her, you have to kill her. Right. Because there's no there's no reversing a full transformation. Right. And it's just like the alien lives on their distress and their pain. And so like they're just their life is just nothing but suffering. <sighs> this is fucking terrible. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, but the a little girl finds Yoji and she's like, are you a spaceman? Oh, are you hurt? And he's. He feels the gears start to turn, right? Because of the... Uh, yeah. Well, no, he crushes the parasite on his shoulder. Right. But then something in him is trying to still kill things, right? Yeah, it's just like hit the mo- emotion. Like, just like, leave me alone, kid. <clears throat> oh, man. And But he throws this rock at, like, 
bullet speed <laughs> through her and just kills this tiny girl. It's like, oh my god, nobody is safe. <laughs> but the and and Sachiko ends up uh being able to find the boss of Yoji who tried to assault her. Right. And <laughs> turns him into like a huge tin can. I like almost like a human shield. <laughs> like she just wraps him in metal and he's still alive. And like, you can see his face and like, well, he, she beat him and yeah. Yeah. And then wrapped him in tin metal. But the, so in the final fight, Yoji finds her. Yeah, but his emotions are raging so hard that he's able to burn through the cloth that he was hiding himself in. Right, he goes Super Saiyan. He goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> and as they fight, the funniest thing is, like, Yoji just keeps beating on the boss. Right, yep. <laughs> While Sachiko is using the boss as, like, a, a shield-bashing tool. <laughs> Yeah, she's blocking his punches with the boss, but then when he, like, backs off, then she's swinging the boss, like, as a weapon. Yeah. Uh, It's really... There's no way to describe this fight. You're gonna have to just watch it. Right, yeah. But, uh... But, you know, it seems like Sachiko has the upper hand because she... She's fully transformed. So she has more... The parasite is giving her more access to creating weapons, right? right? Because has- yeah, because and and they do they like they they continue to body morph, yeah. Uh, like uh, his arm, his arm's like a gun, and then it gets ripped off, and then it just like regrows into like a buzzsaw. Yeah, like her <laughs> arm is just. Many weapons, right? It's a sword. It's a buzzsaw. It's a cannon. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's all all these things. And then um, Yoji just has like a gigantic arm, right? Yeah, right? which like, is like, uh, yeah, Kira, right? Yeah. Arm. yeah, exactly. It's like really good for punching. <laughs> um, but uh, but Sachiko has like throughout the fight, towards the end of the fight, she starts to remember a little bit and gain some of her humanity back. Right, and yeah, so she's like fighting against the the parasite, mentally fighting against the parasite. Yeah, and so the parasite is like she, she makes like a, a sniper cannon, uh, but she Sachiko is able to point it to her head, but then Yoji doesn't, I guess, doesn't want her to kill him herself, so his emotions start to rage so much that he makes a chess cannon. <laughs> and just absolutely obliterates and her. All I can think is like. He assumes that if she just kills herself, then she doesn't kill the alien and the little alien can escape and infect the next person. Yeah, that's what I think it is, too. Uh, Well, no, because then, like, even if he defeats, if he just defeats, if she kills herself. Yeah. The the little orb will just pop out. Right. Like how other defeated ones have been happening. I guess he just didn't want her body to be left in that state, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's hard to say, right? Uh, but he's able to do that. Uh, but then the girl, the doctor's daughter comes and she pulls out the, the parasite that was in her neck. Right. Which, like, if you paid attention, like, her neck kept breathing. <laughs> like, like pulsating, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's disgusting. It's like a huge cyst. <laughs> and then he, she inserts it into his his shoulder and then he is able to rage so much 
that his head explodes <laughs> and his body like disintegrates or something like that. Yeah. And then the movie kind of just ends, but then we get a clip of like the aliens talking about how this was just all a game to them. Right. And it was like them like sort of experimenting. They they realized that if the humans still have their consciousness, that they're too powerful to uh to mentally to to be fully taken over. Right. And it's like it seems like they're setting up for like the next wave of invasions because they're like now they they were able to they reformed Yoji and Sachiko to be the perfect necroborg. They stripped away the the clunky A- exoskeleton exoskeleton that it builds to because they they're like oh it's it's inhibiting their full potential yeah yeah and then the movie ends. <laughs> well, the movie ends with Sachiko and, and Yoji the the clones yelling at each other. <laughs> You know, and they're like, oh, the, the, the emotional ties that they have will make a very interesting game right. dynamic. Right. Yeah. And the movie ends. <laughs> so before we go to, to what this movie could possibly mean, let's go to our our, our rating of high star, low star. Mm. Kobe, you going to start with the five star? Yes, we got uh, John... Here we go. Oh, we got Johnny J. Uh, five out of five. Know what you're getting into. Reviewed in, th- in the United States. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this isn't your average Friday night flick. Alien parasites infect humans, causing them to mutate into necroborgs, which look like they were plucked straight from a Guar music video. Oh, that is so true. <laughs> Lots of... Uh, Icor, violence, carnage, no English spoken, just subtitles. Quite a wild ride if your boat floats on insanity. Yeah, it is. And we have our, I believe this was a two-star. It's by GCH. Uh, I'm not usually very disappointed with this type of movie. And when I am... I kind of got suckered into this movie by the contrast references to Iron Man. This is not similar. I understand the comparison since all Japanese movies look alike. Joking. But this is a lot more Power Rangers. The other comparisons that get thrown around a lot. That than Tetsuo in Meatball Machine. I'm not usually very disappointed with this type of movie. And when I am, I usually don't bother to write a review but I thought it would be good to let people know they should watch a clip or two on YouTube before paying for this. If they are looking for something comparable to Iron Man or 964 Pinocchio, this really isn't it. Oh, no. It's not Iron Man Marvel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, sorry. The Iron Man had a lot more thought and work put into it where Meatball Machine just has some of the Goofy effects and tons of flailing tentacles. It was a bit like a trauma movie. I'm not digging. I'm not dogging trauma. But if Meatball Machine is equal to trauma, uh, the Iron Man would be equal to I am a ghost. I an example. More thought out and interesting instead of just something you can snicker at while smoking pot. <laughs> Maybe I should have smoked some pot first. Do you guys have any pot I could smoke before my seven-day rental of Meatball Machine runs out? You could watch it with. <laughs> so Trauma is uh, 
um, Toxic Avenger. Oh, okay. So. That, that's the that's the uh, abbreviation for it. Well, that the the company. Oh, okay. It's a tox, Toxic Avenger class of Nukem High, like stuff like that. That was Sergeant uh, Kabuki Man. Oh, okay. That was like uh, I thought he was just misspelling trauma movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kobe, what was your take on this movie? I. Like I said, I, I love like these super over the top. Uh, like to me, this is this is to like sci-fi like Riccio is to martial arts. <laughs> like that kind of like the fighting is just so just so over the top. There's not a whole lot of story. Uh, there's a lot of just excessive blood and gore. And um, but like just like comically large amounts. Uh, everything's practical effects, which is amazing. Yeah. Except for like the cannon blast. Yeah. Like everything else is practical. Yeah. And some of the more, some of the other tentacle effects were like, you saw more of it full body versus like just from like the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, why are they moving so vigorously? <laughs> uh, did you feel like there was any sort of metaphor for this movie? <laughs> I, Let's try to make this movie a little bit more deep. That, um, yeah, yeah, like there, there was. I'm like, definitely there was. There was some tentacle rape. Uh, <laughs> there was definitely um, like everything could be a little bit sexual like the cannons could have been penises like especially the, really the there's the penises. one that's like squirting the white stuff Ugh. like her i thought that was like acid that's what i was waiting for I, was like, is that acid i hope it is right that's what it <laughs> that's what you may hope it have is. been but it it yeah <laughs> but it yeah so it, it could have been ejaculate uh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, everything seemed sexual. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, I'm going to try to see what the vision of this movie was. Right. Because a lot of things can be just be like clouded by like these visual effects, just like in Tetsuo, it was like supposed to be like a visualization of how, Technology will take over our lives. Right. Yes. Right. That that was like the main point for Tetsuo, yep. right? That's how it became like a machine or like a hybrid, whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, all right. So these parasites lash onto anybody with like emotional distress. And but then like, you know, it's on their shoulders instead of anywhere else in their body. So like, you know how people they say, Oh, he's walking around with a chip on his shoulder. So I was like, all right, maybe. Oh, interesting. Maybe that's it. Because like, if you're like, so if you would think, right, like for a parasite to be able to take control of the full, like nervous system, you like you would think like, all right, maybe the back of the neck because that's right. where the the spine is, right? You know, or like at the heart, the chest piece. So I was like, all right, that maybe that's what my maybe that's why the parasites are on there, and then maybe they only pick people with emotional distress because like. For their will, like their mentality, they they might be weaker. Mm -hmm. You know, they might be because they're in a an emotional state. 
they don't they're not like gonna... the aliens are a cult and they're like recruiting you can recruit like the damaged weak people yeah <laughs> easier than than like the happy know, strong people exactly like, something you know, like that mentally right? yeah um when when the when the machine first topples over sachiko right she's in this very emotional state you know she's she feels like she's being rejected by by freaking yoji who's seen her scar and is like visibly disgusted by it right yep um and, and so as this thing is like holding her down she's like help me but then it's like holding her like how she wanted yoji to hold her mm, mm-hmm and the, right, and then it's doing to her what she wants Yoji to do to her. Yeah, right? and this thing isn't, it doesn't seem like it's being very rough. <laughs> I don't know, it's it's really hard, right, to, to really do, go to it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously she's super distressed that now she's even more hideous than what she thought she was. Right, um, and then, you know, and the whole eye thing is like them taking away their sight. So they're, so the parasite can have full control over them. This is really hard. Like, <laughs> you know, of course, Yoji was only going to be able to be taken over by a mutated parasite. Right. Because, uh, you know, even though Yoji is like an introvert and all that stuff, he doesn't in like, you know, he might be a loner. He doesn't seem like emotionally distressed. Right. You know, right. Yoji looks like, you know, he's going through the normal things of like being alone, but you know, he also finds his own happiness within that. Yeah. Right? No, definitely. Yeah. And it's not like he's like pushing people away because obviously he could push the neighbor away. He could tell him, get, get out of my house. <laughs> right right like i don't want to yeah, go and, with and you. he's not he's not weird enough because like the boss even like invites him to come out to the party yeah his neighbor always comes out or comes over a couple times and it's like hey let's go out yeah so it's not like he's he just he's just that introverted he just he would prefer to be alone than to be yeah i mean obviously you know he's still like you know he's still able to like 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 a like a girl Right. You know, and he, he steps out of his shell like when he's when he uh, confronts his boss when the girl is about to get sexually assaulted or like even uh, when the girl asks for his help and he tries to get the parasite off of her. Right. He's like shown steps into growing as a person. And and, you know, if if this was a series, like I think we would have gotten like, you know, a couple episodes of him like, you know, using this developing yeah like you know he would be using these this transformation to help other people from being attacked by these type of like monsters right yep you know because like because him not even succumbing to to the uh the eye drill because sachiko she wasn't inhibited like she could have stopped it but because her emotional state was in distress she yeah she just let it happen Right, but Yoji is like, no, and he at least he's able to crush one of the eyes. Right, because I think his nor his other hand was just a normal hand, which is like kind of hilarious. Because when you watch him walk around, he kind of looked like uh, Quasimodo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> looking for his Esmeralda. 
Oh, yeah. so yeah, I was, I was like, all right, this, this has to mean more. So I was like, that's my whole mindset for the movie. As soon as I saw how ridiculous this movie was going to get, I was like, there has to be more. This <laughs> like Japanese cinema is weird enough where like they have to they use these over the top situations and effects and storylines to to try to convey something deeper. Right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. But then the director's the same guy who did like didn't he do like ass zombies? <laughs> ass zombies? <laughs> what, is it zombies that only eat ass? That sounds like a porno. Well, well that's like that's how like they they uh get infected is they like use toilets and something comes up <laughs> and then turns them into zombies. Uh that's um that's a metaphor for public uh like hygiene hygiene. Uh, right, yes, that's true. <laughs> like, you know, always check before you sit down. Yeah. Obviously, you know, there's some people there that don't wipe the, the toilet seat down after they're done using it. <laughs> yeah, um that's how you spread vin- like diseases. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I heard Japan's like a really clean country, especially with toilets. Right. So I guess a little bit of dirt would make make you think you're going to turn into a zombie. Yeah, a little zombies. bit of filth. <laughs> like ass zombies. <laughs> of course, my mind totally went to just like, it's just a whole bunch of zombies eating ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, there was another interesting part, like uh, when you're like trying to read into things um, when the, with the doctor. Like he did make the like the comment. You you kind of like think about it. You're like, this is a father of a daughter who's been infected, and even though she's infected with like this alien parasite, and she has to eat other alien parasites, like uh, he still loves her so much that he's like, I would turn the entire world into necroborgs so that you know she has. So she could survive because yeah. that's how much I love my daughter is. I don't, I don't care if the rest of the world goes into burns, a, burns. Right. I know he's totally like very, what's it called? Mad scientist. Vibes, right. Yes. You know, because yeah, like, I mean, I, I think that's any father, right? Right. Right. You know, until like, you know, someone, not a, not a mad scientist, but like if a normal person was doing the same thing and, when it came down to like humanity or your daughter, I think that's also like a plot that they use in movies or like you, sometimes you have to accept. Oh, right. Yeah. I lost my job and my daughter needs medicine. So I'm going to like rob a bank so that I can afford her medicine, you know, whatever it is. I would blackmail a Senator. So I can, (laughs) I think these are all movie plots. Right. (laughs) I think the first one is John Q. (laughs) My son is going to bury me. I'm not going to bury my son. I love that movie. I love John Q. It's like one of like Denzel's most wholesomest like freaking uh, movie roles. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that movie. You watched that movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it too. But it's so good. Yeah. So and the cast that they have, they have a freaking Ed, Eddie Griffin in there. They have mm, right, yeah. They have Frankie from Boy Meets World. Who? Yeah. Have you seen him lately? Frankie uh, from Boy Meets World. Do you know the bully? Yeah. Super buff now. Oh, yeah. okay. His like wife was like, "Bro, you need to you need to take care of yourself. You know your your health." <laughs> and he's like, "All right," and he got super buff. I was like, "Man, that Boy Meets World money must be still coming in." <laughs> Do they even still air that on TV? I, I'm sure some 
Like Disney Channel? Some syndication, yeah. Right, Disney Channel or Freeform or something like right, that? Right, right. It seems like it seems like a, like a Hulu or a Peacock or something would, would pick that up. and Right, because it's such a classic. Yep. You know, TGIF. Remember that? Yeah. Man, what happened to that? What? No, people were like, no, fuck, fuck staying at home on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on a streaming service. That's yeah. why it doesn't really matter anymore. Oh man, but yeah, like um, what I, I I did enjoy about this too is like even though they barely just met, which Yoji even says, like we just started, right? You know, he still goes like you know, obviously he could have just continued living a normal life, right? Right. He's like, oh man, that was a that was a crazy night. I don't. What did he put in my drink for that hallucination <laughs> or something like that? Oh, like, my neighbor just got killed. I, at least he won't be asking me to borrow money again. <laughs> Uh, definitely the cops are like you're the number one suspect you know <laughs> Takichi always borrows money from you you must have snapped <laughs> yeah. you know all your co-workers says you're quiet all the <clears throat> time you beat him to death with a bunch of rubber hoses I'm not sure how he died <laughs> right I, I'm gonna find the machete that you used on him <laughs> fucking Christ no uh, but like you know he yeah, Yoji is like as a person, even though he has like social anxiety probably and like he's introverted at heart, he's a good person. Right. Yep. Right. And so like that's what made me like him as a character, even though like so like there's there's parts where like things were happening, like obviously when she was getting taken by the thing. Um because even when he she, she gets fully transformed, he tries to still take it off of her. Even while his hands were getting burned. Yeah. Because I was thinking about, I was like, other people would be like, oh man, why didn't you just, come on, you, you should have kept trying, you know, the, the hoses can't beat you up the whole time. <laughs> it's like, dude, like you're going to be in a state of shock. I, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie, this piece of breastplate armor just turned into some crazy cyborg that I just saw chop my neighbor. Right. Yeah. And he still tries. So, yeah, like, that's what I think. Even in this movie, obviously, it's it's not going to be a masterpiece of any kind. Oh, it's kind of a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 2005 was a pretty, uh, the, that, that, that year for Japanese cinema was, was, was pretty gory. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, like, Tokyo Gore Police and stuff like that. Uh, right, yep. It's almost called same kind of timeline uh what there was yakuza girl when that was another one where it was like her her leg was a gun and her arm was a missile launcher (laughs) (laughs) that's just mega man (laughs) yeah you know uh this one i think it felt like it had a lot of heart yeah for it you know like maybe they didn't have the budget for like 20 more minutes for a little bit more story Right. Yeah, you know, and then I don't think like I, I, it's gonna be really hard for like a Western audience to really look at this movie and enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> uh, I, it's yeah, it's it's tough because if they would have cut fight scene to put more story in, everybody would have been like, "Oh, this is just like a love story." I needed more fight scene, you know. So like, like I said, it's, it's tough that they they had it. A timeline and a budget, and you yeah. know they did the best they could with it. Um, I know, but they did some amazing stuff with practical effects. Though. Yeah, the practical effects is, is you know, it's, it's solid, right? Uh, 
I think what would have made this movie a little bit better, though, is if we got at least like 10 to 15 more minutes with Sachiko to see things from her point of view. Right. You know, because we barely got to see that it happened mainly when she was having her breakdown because she was just like, come on, Yoji, why why won't you hold me? Are you repulsed by me? <laughs> and there's a weird dream sequence where he's thinking about her and then she like she like starts to take her shirt off and he's looking at the scar and all of a sudden oh, yeah. like little hands come out of the scar and uh-huh. like she, like the cyborg version yeah. of her starts crawling out of the scar and yeah. Ah. Yeah. That would made me physically nauseous too. I was like, oh man, like it, it's it's not, it's not like the effect. Okay, it's practical, but the effects aren't like amazing for two thousand five. Amazing, but like just the visualization of it, it it's so anime. Yes, it's very anime. So yeah. that I like that they they took a lot of like chances with some of the scenes because right, and and they used practical effects as much as possible, right. All right, guys, we're coming up to our hour. Um, if you watch this movie for uh, Valentine's Day, you're welcome. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if this is the first time you guys are joining us, to let you guys know, we do our reviews in four sections. We have Stream It, DVD It, Blu-ray It, and the Who Watches This Ultimate Collection box. <laughs> you know what? I... I, I l- love this type of movie if this came in a box collection with more stuff like this that's a just a gimme it's a gimme um i would love to see a blu-ray with like an extended cut give it us an extra 15 minutes that would be amazing uh some little bit behind the scenes a little extra story um yeah i i I definitely go blu-ray on this this is yeah I, yeah, even the though he is definitely going to have the second movie with it, right? There, I was watching another reviewer who was saying that the the HD they felt took away, like the stream, mm. like the streaming and stuff is now like so high definition that it took away from like the original coloring and style that the director wanted to to do for this. But oh, man, I just I for some. For some bonus scenes, a little extra stuff, I, I would definitely go Blu-ray. Yeah, I could definitely see that uh, complaint because I watched it on Tubi. I, I did as well, Shout yeah. Shout out to Tubi. And there was definitely like frames where it's like it got degraded because of the conversion process. Mm. Going from like a standard definition or whatever the, I don't know, what was it like back then? 480p or something. <laughs> probably yeah right going from that to like almost like a 1080p there was definitely frames that you could see were kind of distorted because of the conversion mm-hmm. so i could see and like yeah the, the color you know because like a color matters a lot you know to like to, to, to movies because they could they're supposed to convey some sort of setting for the mood or the feeling of this scene that's popping up right so, um, but yeah, I mean, this is definitely, I think, be a fun one to always show friends <laughs> and uh, kind of curious how the second movie goes. I feel like the second movie loses a lot of the heart just from like the stills that we saw together. Yeah, it looks more like and it's and then shonen. I feel like it's I'm, it's I'm sure it's probably a different director. So then it's probably a lot more CG than practical. Yeah. And it's definitely it definitely looks like a battle like live a, a battle sequel like where there's no yeah. like oh and if we didn't say that the sequel came out 2017 12, 12 years later yeah 12 years later which i was like that's 
pretty rare for like any kind of movie to get if it's not like yeah. a prolific movie. You know, like just imagine like if they try to do like Fast Times at Ridgemont High Two today. <laughs> Was it, was Nicolas Cage in there? Uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Uh, there's a bunch of people in yeah, that. Yeah, a bunch of famous people, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's, like, something like that. Like, you know, obviously, for especially for today's, like, audience, I feel like if you're not, if you weren't, like, if you didn't go through, like, this 80s phase where you wanted to watch all the old 80s movies, you definitely never heard right. of that movie. <laughs> Which was, like, a pretty famous movie from back oh, then. Oh, it was huge. Yeah. It's like, you know, like I know growing up, that was like always like I was on rotation for a Sunday movie night on the local Channel right. 5. Right. <laughs> yep. In California. Like it was that freaking break, all the John Hughes movies. <laughs> Is it John Hughes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, for, I forgot because I feel like I messed that up a couple of days ago and they're like, you mean John Hughes? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That guy. <laughs> that, that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode make sure to check out the show notes down below it has all our affiliate links you guys are gonna go shopping on amazon anyway so why don't you throw your favorite boys some uh hot and spicy money oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's for hot and spicy chickens not 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 for the not for the brothels. <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> um, but of course, we got a Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to uh, to follow us and know when new things get posted. We are, we have been regularly posting weekly for now over two years. Right. So um, we are on the ball. Um, yeah, but certainly join, uh, follow that, and uh, like and share, and uh, you know, give us some suggestions, make us some comments. Right, because me, me and Colby might do this until we're in retirement homes. I right, <laughs> right. There's there's always new movies to talk about. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Barry. <laughs> this is Colby, and this is who watches this. If you guys want to check out who does a theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's called Arcade Montage. It's on her album for music for Podcast Three, and her Bandcamp is down below. Thank you.